This is episode 50 of the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast, the listener feature episode. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote, and I am a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you like what you hear, join our group on Facebook and share your own insights and thoughts about the episodes. You can also connect with us on social media and online at Music Therapy Chronicles. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. Today is episode 50, which feels so surreal. It seems like just yesterday I was telling friends and colleagues that I had this idea for a podcast and maybe it would happen someday. And then I was just figuring out what a media host is and what a web host is. And honestly, there are some days when I still don't know what those things are entirely. But We've made it here to episode 50. Thank you so much to every guest who made the time to be on the show. Thank you so much to you, the listener, for tuning in, for engaging on social media. Thank you to the patrons who are helping support the podcast so that uh, this content can keep coming to help cover the costs of producing the show, hosting the show um, on the internet and all those things that kind of happen in the background. And for today especially, thank you so much to those of you who sent in audio for this listener feature episode. I know it can be really intimidating uh, to sit down and talk to yourself, basically, knowing that sometime in the future people are going to be listening. And it can also be intimidating to kind of just cold email or send in your personal thoughts to someone you haven't had a direct interaction with before. So thank you so much to those of you who took the time to send in your interventions, your stories, your ideas. Uh, and hopefully, maybe this could be something that could happen again in the future. What do you think? Let me know on Facebook in our group or on Instagram, do you like the idea of having regular listener feature episodes where you guys can kind of just send in your thoughts along the way? Um, you know, not as in-depth as an interview, but just what you're thinking, what you're experiencing, and what you want to share. I think that could be really cool if you're interested in doing that. So, as always, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Those are so helpful in getting the show more visible so people can find this type of content um, and hopefully we'll reach more people and help more people out to stay motivated and inspired and informed through the podcast. You can find us on social media at Music Therapy Chronicles, and please consider joining our group on Facebook if you haven't already. More and more members are coming in each week, which is great to see. So feel free to introduce yourself, start a conversation, let us know what you think of the latest episode or whatever episode you just listened to. Maybe you're starting all the way at the beginning, which is awesome. Um, 
honestly, sometimes I think about people finding the show now and if seeing 50 episodes is overwhelming and they're like, I don't know where to start or just start where they are. I don't know. Thoughts. Thoughts I have sometimes. Anyway, I'll stop rambling and we'll get into this 50th episode listener feature with our first submission was from Bonnie Haupt, which is a name you probably know because she's very present present on social media. Uh, and she was also on one of the Music Therapy Chronicles episodes. So I hope you enjoy this little snippet from Bonnie. This is Bonnie Haupt. I am a music therapist in Colorado, um, and I was featured in episode 42 and talked a lot about adaptive lessons. I just came on to say happy 50th episode of Music Therapy Chronicles. This podcast has been so, so special, telling the stories of so many music therapists, um, enhancing many commutes, and inspiring me episode to episode. So I wanted to highlight some of the episodes today um, in celebration. There are so, so many, but here are ones that really stood out to me. Episode two with Rachel Ramback got me hooked. I love hearing Rachel Ramback's story um, with the pioneership of her business, and um, I was hooked from then on to this show. Other episodes include episode seven with Cassia King discussing motor goals with clients, episode 8 with Kathy Schumacher, her drum-to-drum reading intervention and um, working on literacy with music therapy is something that stuck with me since her episode. Episode 12 with Kat Fulton really taught me to be bold and that episode was actually critical in me um, starting my own business and shifting to that full-time. Episode 16 and 17 with Ami Uh, she discusses burnout and self-care are so so important and episodes I continue to go back towards. Uh, I also really enjoyed episode 40 by Stephanie Level. Um, She's always got such great resources working with kids and using music effectively. And then two of my favorite episodes, these are hard to pick, but episode 33 with John Moon. His message of you have something to offer resonated so much with me and was so validating to hear another music therapist talk about that too. Um, and just um, his vulnerability with imposter syndrome on the episode really inspired me to share more and remember that I have something to offer too. And then episode 13 is also special to me with Marie Miller. Uh, after that episode, hearing Marie talk about her expertise in using visuals in schools I actually reached out to her and was like, hey, I heard you on this podcast, can I call you? And we had this awesome phone call and she gave me so many tips about reaching out to schools and um, was super helpful, so nice, and I never would have met her without the podcast. And now we follow each other on social media too. And then another special thing about this podcast is um, on episode 42, I announced publicly for the first time the idea of my own podcast, and that actually launches on April 27th, 2020, um, Navigating Adulthood and IDD. 
And um, I'm super excited to share more of my perspective and interview others and gather some resources for adults uh, with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And um, I really hope you share your story too. Reach out to Trisha beyond Music Therapy Chronicles. You have something to offer. You have something to share. And uh, this podcast has been so special in sharing those stories. And it's very, I'm very impressed by what Trisha has built and the courage it took to start this podcast and the lives it's already touched. Um, her, uh, the Music Therapy Chronicles has a COVID-19 episode and resources on their website which has been huge too in helping navigate this weird time. So thank you, Music Therapy Chronicles. Thank you to everyone who's been on this podcast. Happy 50th episode. I cannot wait to listen to more. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for sending that in. It's great to hear from you, and I love hearing your reviews of your favorite episodes. It's so nice to hear, first, that the episode is touching people, that it's it's helping them in some way, but it's even better to hear specifically how it is impacting. So thank you so much for your kind words, for highlighting some episodes that for people who are new to the show might want to check out. I am so excited for your show as well. I know your content is going to help so many people and I'm excited to learn from it, grow from it, be challenged by what I learn from your show. And um, yeah, so uh, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, (laughs) Bonnie recently launched her own podcast called navigating adulthood and IDD. So definitely check that out. Um, I'm excited to see where that goes in the future. I'm really grateful that you told us on this show your idea for creating your own podcast. And again, I just can't wait to see where it takes you. And here's a fun fact. Marie is actually one of the first people I told about my idea for the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. Back when it was just an idea, we were sitting down at a Starbucks. I distinctly remember it. And we were just talking about, you know, the grind of clinical work and the possibility of creating a product or working from home in some way. And I was like, yeah, you know, I have this idea for a podcast. You think that's a good idea? Would you want to be on the show? And of course, Marie was super supportive and obviously was on the show. I learned so much in that conversation with her as well and hope other people like Bonnie and myself learned. Um, I think it'd be funny sometime to do like a who does Trisha know in real life quiz. So we'll try that. Let's see. Send in an answer somewhere on Facebook, on Instagram. Who do you think I know in real life? Which guests? Plural, because there's a few of them do I actually know uh, in my real people life, not just in podcasting life? Let's see what you think. So this next clip was sent in by Anna Hernandez, who, as she says, is a music therapist in Texas. And I hope you enjoy her snippet as well.
Hi, Trisha. My name is Anna. I am a music therapist practicing in the San Antonio, Texas region, a longtime listener and fan of Music Therapy Chronicles. Thank you so much for creating this amazing resource. So I drive a lot, which is probably the thing that a lot of people can relate to in this field. Um, I contract part of the time and the other part I work for an amazing hospice company so I drive around a really large city and I spend hours in my car so your podcast has proven to be such a valuable resource and a way to keep learning and to keep ideas fresh. Um, It's really been enjoyable and inspiring to hear all of your guests perspectives and you know Our field isn't always the easiest thing because as somebody who drives a lot and I don't really get to work too much with a team most of the time, um, it can be really lonely and I've only been practicing two years and I can see how easy it really is to slip into burnout. But what you've created here is an amazing accessible way to stay connected and to feel like you're a part of this larger music therapy community which we know we are but sometimes it's really easy to forget that so what i will be sharing with you today is something that i've been doing a lot of lately which is incorporating the use of money more in my sessions i work primarily with teenagers and adults with varying developmental disabilities and it is really important for them to be able to function in the real world to the best of their abilities and for you know clients that are appropriate I like to spend some time in creating more functional goals for them where they could possibly be more independent out in society one day And so I created this intervention called the Instrument Store. So it's literally what it sounds like. I have visuals that I created with Velcro and with um, cutouts of names and pictures of instruments that we get to put in our little store. Um, And then I get to put a price tag on the instrument to um, demonstrate how much that instrument costs. And then um, I'll either present the client in normal times with... Um, play money that they can use and count um, for the clients that I had been seeing in person because we are actually an essential therapy in Texas which is so amazing so the people that I see in person and um, we've been using a lot more apps um, just for disinfection um, purposes and there's a lot of free apps out there actually um, for practicing money and they have been really practical um i've also done a few telehealth sessions where um i've kind of created my visuals in the screen share or i have my visuals um as printouts so i can just show them in the camera and um i can either send my clients materials ahead of time for um pretend money so that we can pretend to still do it so the basic idea is that we we have this board it has an instrument it has a price 
And before getting to play that instrument and getting that reward, the client has to give me the right amount of money to buy the instrument. And this could be adapted for literally any intervention, any activity um, that you want to use as a reward to get clients um, to practice this skill. So here is the little ditty that I created for this intervention. It goes like this. We're going, we're going to the instrument store. Let's see what we can buy. Let's see how much it's worth. Ooh, I want a maraca. Yeah, how much is it? 50 cents. Okay, let's count the coins we need. Yeah, and you can change the lyrics to fit anything, any instrument, any intervention, as well as changing the price tag and making it harder or easier. Um, and then after that, rewarding your client with that instrument or getting to play it or getting to do a preferred activity. So yeah, thank you so much for allowing me to share this and I hope it's helpful to somebody. Anna, I love your intervention. It is such a great but simple and accessible resource for anyone to use and a great example of what Bonnie is creating in her podcast with um, kind of compiling resources and ideas for our clients, our adult clients with IDD, because it can be difficult to balance both the developmentally appropriate and age-appropriate intervention. So thank you so much for sharing your intervention. I'm so glad to hear you are in essential therapy in Texas and hope that you are balancing that well and taking care of yourself as you need to. My heart goes out to you knowing that what you're having to navigate is is difficult um so kudos to you for doing that thank you so much for your kind words and for sending in your contribution to this episode it's so great to hear from you and i love that you have been enjoying the podcast on your commute many more to come next clip is from Nicole Bermaher, who is probably a name you also recognize because Nicole has also been on the podcast before and her episode was actually one of the most downloaded shows uh, or episodes of the show. So lots of you loved hearing her thoughts on internship. I did as well. And we're going to get a little update from her. This is Nicole Bermaher. I was on the podcast episode titled Growing Through Internship, and I thought that I would take this opportunity to give you all a little bit of an update since the podcast came out a couple months ago. I recently completed my internship despite working from home for the last month, and 
I am currently beginning to study for boards, which I'm not exactly sure when I'll be taking them, but I'm starting to study for them now. And for my final internship project, I created music therapy communication boards. There's a total of 17 of them. I primarily created them to be used with nonverbal patients I was working with during my internship to take some of the guessing work out of the equation for the, the therapist because often with nonverbal patients, if there's no one at the bedside, it's a guessing game. So I wanted to create something that provides that patient that is nonverbal or unable to speak, has a limited vocabulary, um, the opportunity to freely speak and freely share their opinions through something like this, these communication boards I created. And the other project I worked on, which was basically what I did to accumulate my remote hours for internship, was I created a music therapy bereavement group curriculum and essentially created four sessions, broke all of them down, and provided all of the necessary materials to conduct those sessions. And that is what I have been up to since my podcast episode came out. And I hope that you are all doing well and staying safe during this hectic and uncertain time. Thank you so much, Nicole, for giving us that update. Congratulations on completing your internship during a global pandemic. Um, There are lots of people out there who are currently experiencing that, but in the grand scheme of things, you are all the few. My heart goes out to those of you who also are graduating this semester um, and the fact that your graduation experience is going to look a little untraditional. So uh, I am having a little celebration for all of you. Congratulations on all the hard work, time, and effort you've put in. Congratulations to all of you who are finishing internship, navigating internship through this crazy time, and continuing to move forward, getting internships, getting ready for your board exams, um, maybe trying to find a job during everything that's going on. Uh, it's interesting that all of this has kind of hit us during a very transitional time of the year to begin with, never mind on top of the crisis that we're experiencing. So congratulations, Nicole. I loved seeing your Music Therapy Monday video about your communication devices and what you created and how you made it as accessible as possible for other disciplines. If you are listening to this and you haven't checked out Nicole's video about that, please go do that on her Instagram. And speaking of Instagram, in preparation for this episode, I was asked by U of L MTC, which is Chris Millett. If you haven't checked out his show, Make More Music, um, definitely check that podcast out as well. But anyway, he said, Trisha, you should answer your top five favorite albums and why, or my top five now. Um, so I guess this is a great question, uh, but some that, one that I don't feel super equipped to answer because I've never been the type of person who really heavily followed an artist or really got into an album, um, I actually attended my first 
non-classical music concert. Uh, I think must have been almost, it would be two years ago this summer because my partner won free tickets to see Pentatonix. So they were my first non-classical music concert and I totally enjoyed the experience. But I guess the best way for me to answer this question is kind of just, I'm going to get some songs and some artists that stuck with me, um, you know, in my growth and development as a human being, but I, I couldn't name a whole album for you. I'm sorry. So the first one that I can think of is Daughtry. I've just always loved, um, I guess my angsty teenage self always loved Daughtry. Specifically, Life Full of Laughter was such a good song, still is a good song that speaks to my heart in the moments when, you know, you're just feeling that kind of way. Uh, also, love me some Mumford and Sons, anything by Mumford and Sons. Something about the folk feel is just my vibe. <laughs> but I guess lately, uh, I don't know if I've ever said this on an episode before, but I don't listen to a ton of music because I, I feel like I'm doing it all day that when I do have some downtime, I really enjoy audiobooks, I really enjoy podcasts, and if I do pick some music, it's generally... Um, kind of just calm classical spa feel music that I stream on you know Spotify or Pandora or YouTube so I hope that's not a disappointment <laughs> um, I just am couldn't identify some albums I guess that have really ever stuck with me I was a, a late bloomer coming to the music game I guess so that means I, I don't really have many albums that have just that I just love and that I'm super into. But that would be an awesome avenue to explore for the future for like self-care and experimenting with my own musical taste. Very often when people ask me what kind of music I like, um, my initial response is that I try not to choose music I like and I don't music I don't like because that would make what I am doing for work more difficult because if I were working with music that I have identified as not one of my preferences I would have more resistance toward it and if I was working with music that is one of my preferences um, it might be a little more personal in the moment so I know that's not true for everyone and is certainly something I as a personal and professional person should explore some more but that's my, that's my thought on that as of right now. <laughs> this next clip comes from Brittany in California. Hello, this is Brittany Tachkov in California. A hospice music therapist who is continuing to work providing telehealth and window visits and whatever support I can to our patients, our families, and our staff. My story of the week is around telehealth, the uh, interesting experiences that can happen. So I was doing a visit with a family and I was trying to use our video platform, Microsoft Teams, and I was not able to connect with one set of family members. One of the pros that I find in telehealth is that I can connect with family members who are out of the state. So one 
family member was outside of the state and was able to join through Microsoft Teams. And the other uh, part of the family that was local was having a hard time downloading the software, getting onto the platform, did not have very fast internet connection, and they did end up having an iPhone available. So what we ended up doing was having an iPhone on one side and the video platform on my laptop, so my phone and then my laptop, and I ended up being a telehealth translator. So I was providing music therapy alongside trying to communicate uh, what the family was doing on each side because they couldn't hear each other, they couldn't really see each other. It felt clunky, to say the least. And at the same time, it felt better than the potential alternative of not having this family session and not being able to get everyone involved in order to honor a loved one. There was a lot of song dedications, there were a lot of meaningful moments, and I think sometimes it takes adapting in the moment and seeing the positive within the tools that were given and accepting that perfect is the enemy of good. Thank you, Brittany, for sharing that story, which is so relevant to what we're all experiencing right now via telehealth. I found myself saying that I feel like I'm learning my job all over again. I feel like I'm back in school. Everything is new. Um, and this it's just a whole different beast. So congratulations to you for figuring that out, for navigating it, and for being comfortable with the fact that it's it's not perfect. It's not the way you expected. Um, I think that's something that's really important for us all to keep in mind right now uh, as things are changing really rapidly and we're adapting even more than usual, right? We're really adaptable to begin with, but this whole situation has us all trying things we've never tried, trying things in ways we've never maybe even expected um, to explore. So thank you so much for sharing that story. And thank you to all of you for contributing to this episode. It was really great to hear from each of you. And for those of you listening, I hope that you enjoyed this listener feature episode. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Thank you for helping us get all the way to episode 50 for all the downloads, for all the listens, all the kind words on social media and through emails. Um, it's so nice to hear that the podcast is being well received and making an impact. I've had multiple guests tell me that people have listened to the show and reached out to them about whatever they talked about or for advice or anything. So it's so wonderful to hear that you are listening to the show, you're learning, you're networking, you're feeling inspired and I hope to continue that. I hope to create a community based around the show and to continue to make you feel as motivated and excited about your job as you do at the end of an awesome music therapy conference. So 
please, as always, check us out on social media. Join our group on Facebook. If you want to support the podcast monetarily, consider becoming a patron on patreon.com. Patrons have the exclusive opportunity to ask guest questions, which maybe you'll want to do moving forward, depending on, you know, who's on the show and who you want to ask questions to. And if there's someone you want me to reach out to, or if you want to be on the show, let me know by sending an email to feedback at musictherapychronicles.com. Side note, in my haste to get this show off the ground, I made the email a feedback email. Don't know why that's what I chose, but sometimes, very often actually with this project, I tell myself, done is better than perfect. (laughs) So if you want to reach out, feedback at musictherapychronicles.com. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Happy 50th episode, Music Therapy Chronicles community, and I will see you in the next one. 